Welcome to the Crypto Altruism Podcast, the podcast dedicated to highlighting the intersections of social impact with blockchain, cryptocurrency, and Web3. I'm your host, Drew Simon from CryptoAltruism.org. Now, before we get started today, just a quick disclaimer. While we may discuss specific projects or cryptocurrencies on this podcast, please do not take any of this as investment advice, and please make sure to do your own research on any potential investment opportunities. And now, on to the fun stuff. Welcome and thank you so much for joining us today. In this episode, we're going to dive a bit deeper into the role that blockchain and cryptocurrency can play in supporting and empowering refugee populations. Now, before we even get started, I want to make one thing abundantly clear. The refugee crisis is extremely complex, and blockchain and cryptocurrency will not magically swoop in and fix it. I also recognize that, given the place of vulnerability that refugees are in, that it can be problematic to suggest that we should go in and test a bunch of unproven technological solutions to improve their lives, and I am by no means advocating for that in this episode. In fact, there are already amazing organizations and projects all over the world that are proven and have the real potential to drastically improve the lives of displaced people. It's a matter of bringing these solutions to scale with the support of governments and NGOs and making sure they are accessible to those who need them the most. But before we discuss that further, let's establish a bit of context about the refugee crisis that the world is currently facing. According to the UNHCR, as of 2020, there were 82.4 million people who were forcibly displaced worldwide. This is up about 3 million from the year before. This includes about 26 million refugees, 48 million internally displaced people, and about 4 million asylum seekers. About half of them are under the age of 18. 86% of these individuals are hosted in developing countries and will often end up in refugee camps with poor infrastructure and a lack of access to services. As such, it's important to consider how scalable, technologically accessible solutions can be implemented in settings that may not have reliable internet, electricity, and mobile capacity. As climate change intensifies and new geopolitical conflicts emerge, one can only assume the worst, that the number of individuals who are forcibly displaced from their homes will continue to rise globally, and the world will face a growing refugee crisis. As such, there is an urgent need for international NGOs, governments, and social entrepreneurs to come together and develop accessible technological innovations to support refugee populations. As mentioned earlier, It'll take a coordinated, all-hands-on-deck effort to ensure society can move the needle and put in place meaningful strategies to address the refugee crisis. And while blockchain and cryptocurrency will, by no means, be the thing that fixes everything, it can certainly be a piece of a much larger, very complicated puzzle. So, for today's episode, we're going to highlight some of the ways that blockchain and crypto can help support and empower refugee populations, and some of the projects in place today that are already doing great work in this area. First, we're going to look at how it can help provide greater access to financial instruments. One of the most obvious use cases of blockchain in supporting refugee populations is its ability to create innovative solutions to provide refugees with access to financial instruments. Given the reasons for displacement, which could include war, natural disaster, and persecution, refugees often must leave their homes quickly and may not have the opportunity to settle their affairs, including finding a way to safely transport their life savings. This can make it difficult to access their funds after fleeing, and could result in individuals losing their life savings. Furthermore, if they're able and decide to withdraw their funds, safely storing and transporting it can be extremely difficult. They could risk losing their physical funds due to violence or corruption from officials, and may be unable to carry it across the border. A blockchain-based platform that provides mobile banking services to refugee populations where they can store their funds in cryptocurrencies is one potential use case to address this challenge. One project doing this today is Leaf Global Fintech. Leaf makes use of USSD technology and is accessible to anyone with a basic phone, regardless of if they have an internet connection. It allows you to store money and send it to friends and family safely and without banking fees, while allowing users to cash in and out using mobile money. It also enables individuals to send money in one currency and receive it in another. 
This is key as family and friends may be separated when fleeing and could end up in different countries using different currencies. Users are able to create an account on any mobile phone and can deposit cash at a local money agent, which includes all major mobile money providers in the countries they've launched in. Once the mobile money is in a user's Leaf wallet, it is easily accessible abroad and family and friends can even contribute to it. This allows for a much simpler way of storing, sending, receiving, and accessing cash than has traditionally been available. Another similar project, KatanyPay, is a startup based out of Kenya whose platform allows for unbanked populations in developing countries to send and receive money via blockchain technology without the need for internet connectivity, smartphone, or a bank account. Like Leaf Global Fintech, KatanyPay also makes use of USSD technology. Essentially, by dialing a short code in their phone, users will be given access to a menu through which they can easily convert crypto to fiat and vice versa. Users can use this to move funds between their blockchain and mobile wallet without the need for public or private keys, simplifying the process for transacting with cryptocurrency. GotaniPay makes use of Celo Dollars, or CUSD, a stablecoin pegged to the US dollar, which is located on the Celo platform, to protect users against the volatility of traditional cryptocurrencies. Users can change their Celo Dollars for mobile money in local currencies using GotaniPay's digital wallet. These are two examples of innovative projects making use of cryptocurrency and blockchain to positively disrupt traditional financial services and provide tangible solutions for refugees and vulnerable populations to gain access to these essential financial instruments. In addition to providing access to vital financial instruments, there is, and always will be, a need to provide financial aid to the world's most vulnerable. The unfortunate fact is that many forcibly displaced individuals will have access to only very limited or no funds at all and will need urgent financial support. Traditional means of distributing aid to individuals can be overly bureaucratic, outdated, or inaccessible for those most in need. The funds may also have to pass through multiple intermediaries in multiple countries, which could result in high administrative costs and slow the disbursement of funds down. Cryptocurrency, by its very nature, provides a quick and efficient method for transferring funds from point A to point B with no need for an intermediary. This makes blockchain technology a great fit for projects looking to get aid to those in need as quickly and efficiently as possible, while also addressing one of the main concerns leading to the high levels of bureaucracy we see in traditional aid disbursement methods, a need for auditability. There are some projects already in the works that clearly demonstrate the ways that blockchain and cryptocurrency can be used to speed up the provision of aid, one of them being Rahat. The Rahat project uses mobile-based blockchain tokens to manage transactions between beneficiaries, vendors, and aid organizations. Its intuitive platform includes a dashboard, wallet, vendor app, and QR code slash SMS-based token redemption process, which is used by beneficiaries to receive aid. The blockchain behind the platform makes it easy to monitor and view real-time data on the flow of funds, making it highly transparent and leaving an auditable data trail. Furthermore, the efficiency of the underlying blockchain technology allows for rapid aid distribution while cutting down on many of the normal costs such as banking fees, staffing costs, etc. Rahat's online dashboard makes it simple to include both vendors and beneficiaries, including traditionally hard-to-reach unbanked populations. To receive aid, beneficiaries would need to only have access to a mobile phone. In essence, beneficiaries receive their tokens via SMS message and can spend their tokens at local vendors for cash or goods. On the other end, vendors can then change their tokens for local currencies via the aid agencies or participating financial institutions. Another common theme in the provision of aid is the use of Universal Basic Income, or UBI. Blockchain and cryptocurrency lend well to UBI, as systems can be built into the project through smart contracts to allow for the disbursement of aid at regular intervals and as a means for safely storing that aid after it has been dispersed. There are multiple projects currently underway that make use of blockchain to provide UBI to vulnerable populations, including refugees. One of these projects, Building Blocks, has been successfully implemented by the World Food Program, the world's largest food security NGO. 
The Building Blocks program makes use of blockchain and biometrics technology to provide aid to 100,000 refugees in two settlements in Jordan. Due to this innovative project, Syrian refugees in these two camps now have the ability to purchase groceries using aid provided by the World Food Program by simply scanning their iris at checkout. This program is built on a private, permission blockchain and integrated with pre-existing biometrics technology utilized by the UNHCR, enabling them to easily keep track of every transaction for monitoring and evaluation purposes. This simple process enables beneficiaries to no longer worry about safely storing and keeping track of cash or food vouchers, so they needn't stress about losing them or having them stolen. Furthermore, whereas other blockchain-based platforms for marginalized populations often require a mobile phone to receive or spend aid, Building Blocks does not, thus increasing accessibility for those most in need. Another great crypto UBI project worth highlighting is Impact Market. Impact Market is a decentralized poverty alleviation protocol that allows for the creation and distribution of unconditional basic income between communities and their beneficiaries, according to their needs. This project operates on the Celo network, and to date has seen 1.6 million US dollars worth of UBI claimed by nearly 24,000 beneficiaries from 25 different countries. In fact, the Refugee Integration Organization has made use of Impact Market to help deliver UBI. This project by Refugee Integration Organization provides about 150 USD worth of daily UBI refugees which is delivered in local currencies with no need for repayment. Utilizing Impact Market's platform, it makes use of USSD technology to ensure it is accessible to the most vulnerable refugees, regardless of if they have access to a smartphone or the internet. Through this project, over 71,000 USD has already been distributed to over 2,500 refugees as of August 2021. Recipients are able to make use of the funds to purchase life essentials, helping transition refugee camps to self-sustaining communities. So. As we can see, whether it's through one-off transfers of aid or a UBI program, it is clear that the potential is there for blockchain to play a leading role in technological solutions to provide aid to refugees in vulnerable populations efficiently, securely, and transparently. Blockchain and cryptocurrency itself won't be the vehicle that drives the flow of massive amounts of aid, but it will make it easier for the aid to get from point A to point B. Finally, I want to wrap things up by talking about one other use case where blockchain really shines, blockchain-based identification. Using blockchain to facilitate permissionless digital identification is not a new concept. The World Economic Forum acknowledges that there is a lack of valid identity documents for refugees, and that a blockchain-based platform could help address this by providing a transparent infrastructure that governments and NGOs alike could easily adopt and share. They mentioned how it could easily launch as a local initiative and then quickly develop into a global solution. They highlight many benefits to such a platform, including its end-to-end -end efficiency, how it acts as a secure platform with maximum privacy, how it allows for easier data collection for the number of refugees assisted, how it can help produce a more efficient system for locating lost families, and how the new immutable ID provides them with an immediate means of identification and additional use cases down the road. There are projects already underway exploring the creation of digital identification systems that could potentially be scaled to this context. One of these projects, which is a partnership between Cardano and the Ethiopian government, is looking to make use of the Atala Prism technology to create a national attainment recording system to verify grades, monitor school performance, and boost nationwide education. While this project isn't for refugees, it could certainly act as a proof of concept and could be applied to other contexts, such as developing identification systems for refugees. Unfortunately, the refugee crisis will not be solved anytime soon, and one can reasonably expect it may worsen as the devastating effects of climate change and new geopolitical conflicts take hold. That being said, it is essential that structures are in place to support those forcibly displaced. In and of itself, blockchain isn't the solution, but it can be part of a much bigger strategy for supporting refugees, which will require a combination of innovative systems, funding, and support from governments, NGOs, and corporations. However, 
Blockchain and cryptocurrency can and should be a part of the equation, as there are significant use cases for the technology that could have a significant positive impact on refugees and vulnerable populations more broadly. This includes blockchain-based platforms to provide refugees with access to important financial instruments, efficient and accessible aid, and a reliable means of identification. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for tuning into the Crypto Altruism Podcast. For more great content exploring the intersections of cryptocurrency, blockchain, and social impact, check us out at CryptoAltruism.org. Also, check out our affiliate partners, and if you love what you heard, check out our website to learn how you can support us. Thanks so much for joining us, and I hope you'll join us again for our next episode. Until then, keep on doing good in the cryptosphere. Thank you for listening to the Crypto Altruism Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can stay up to date on new episodes as they're released, and check out CryptoAltruism.org for more inspiring content.